Hello, heroes, and welcome to the 37th episode of Campaign. I'm Kat Cool, your host and game master. Before we get started, first, when you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. Next, I wanted to call out that we're aware that we are using the adversary rules incorrectly this and the previous episode. And future apps will have it right. But these two were recorded before we started getting solid with upgrading dice. Also, this week is Gen Con! Yay! I'm going to be heading out to Indy in just a few hours, and I look forward to hopefully seeing many of you there. For those who don't follow us on social media, know that James, John Patrick Cohen, and I will be on a panel together Friday evening discussing actual play podcasting. I'm also running Trail of Cthulhu every morning at 9am for Pelgrane Press, so look for me there or hanging around the Pelgrane booth. Now, on to this week's thank yous. Michael Richards, thank you! John Rogers. Thank you, John Rogers. Wesley Farber. Thank you. Alex Coiner. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. Kyle Perkis. Thank you. Gary Shaper. Thank you so much. Andrew Archipov. Thank you. Uh, that's Nicholas Archipov. Oh, my goodness. Swing and a miss, buddy. <laughs> Swing and a miss. <laughs> Thank you, Nicholas Archipov. Nicholas Archipov. <laughs> Nobody knows I made a mistake. No, we have to leave all of this in. I'm leaving in the part where I say nobody knows I made a mistake. Oh, my gosh. So they'll, they'll know a mistake. They won't know what it is. Joseph Rice. Thank you. Thank you. Tessic. Thank you. Joaquim Olson. Thank you so much. Thanks, Joaquim. Justin Tabloom. Talboom. Talboom, buddy. Justin Talboom. Thank try you, being Justin. Me. You try being me for even a minute. No, that would... Uh, no, no, thank you. <laughs> Megan Kane. Megan Kane, thank you. Thanks, Megan Kane. Matt Ballard. Matt Ballard. Ballard? I think it's Ballard. Matt is another person who talks to us all the time on Twitter, um, and I think he's talked to me on Reddit before. Ooh, cool. And now, a long time ago... In a galaxy far, far away. Amputation! Lenik Gilo, bounty hunter, romance novel enthusiast, and adoptive father of Tony Vornskier, has been literally disarmed in attempts to rescue his idol and best friend, Nimodian Sparks. He has entered a deadly duel against the devastating demon... Agent Zero. With Trist and Bacta tied down by troopers, Lenik must face his enemy alone. But can anyone bear to witness Lenik's last stand? Uh, last we left off, uh, we were in the middle of combat. We have currently on the table four dark side, or sorry, three dark side points and one light side point for our force and destiny. Lenik. Yeah? How you doing, buddy? Not great oh. right now. What just happened? Oh, my hand got cut off. Sliced off! And it's bleeding all over. I believe you said owie, 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 yeah, owie, yeah. owie, owie. It was the best reaction to getting your hand cut off. <laughs> it was basically Luke's reaction. Yeah. It's, well, it's also, it's worth saying, uh, it's a little different than Luke because that was a lightsaber. This was a vibrosword. It's true. So yeah, there's like pieces. Like it's like it's, it's not, not cut well. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're bleeding a lot. Yeah. It's um, like a dad on Thanksgiving and it's his first time uh, carving and it's just and it's a, an, an electric knife. Electric so knife. Yeah. 
That's what a vi- that's essentially what a vibrosaur vibra like is. Yeah, a bread knife. Yeah, an electric bread knife. So uh, you're maimed. So for the rest of combat, you do everything with one black die added awesome. because you're in massive amounts of pain and should probably tourniquet that wound. The the gank cleaves through your arm, mm-hmm. watches you scream for a little bit, then touches the side of his HUD, starts walking purposefully towards the staircase that Nemo went down, and he like shinks the blood off of his knife. Is that his turn? Well, that was his turn. Yeah. Oh, he's not going to reveal that he's. Johnny's father? Uh, no, he's not going to do that. What? Okay, okay but well. he sired Leenik. Right? Yes, this he's, is his dad. This is Leenik's dad that we're dealing with. So maybe he's your adoptive this father. Someone, maybe he's going to adopt you now. This is someone dressed almost entirely in black with a mask over their head. So okay, who knows? So it's definitely, it could be. It could be. Well, this is Star Wars. It's probably. Right? You don't cut off your not no, kid's hand. Cutting away briefly from the action, our movie, like as soon as Leenik goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is what he did. Yeah. We, we briefly cut back to the ship where Tamlin, who was sitting there meditating, his eyes go up really wide and little black lines start to go out from the sides of his eyes. And then Tony, who has been walking docilely next to a bit of, what's his face? Nemo, hunkers down, spikes up all of his venom spikes and starts scrawling. So back to your listening on the comm channels. So you heard a terrible oh, yow, 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 yeah. yow. and then um, Blue come on being like, so everyone that's Agent Zero at work taking all of the rebels out of uh, commission. So nothing to worry about. Keep doing what you're doing. Looking good, everyone. Trist, get that exit open. I'm going to go up and save Lenik, I guess. If you see any stormtroopers, you know, just shoot them and kill them in the most brutal way possible. Gut shots will make them die slower. I, I start moving upstairs. <laughs> uh, Is that what that was? Yeah, that's... That was, <laughs> guys, I did the best mime of rum- I running. I thought you were skiing. <laughs> I was back to... Puts on his space skis. Downhill slaloms. Are you trying... <laughs> <laughs> to get to Nemo or to Lenik? I'm trying to, I like, I can't get to Lenik because uh-huh. I would have to pass Agent Zero to do that. <laughs> yes, you would. Uh, okay, so you're getting up to Nemo. You can get there with your two maneuvers. Other than that, you have, like, a free action. Oh, yeah. So I, I need to d- d- take a strain to do uh, those two maneuvers. So that puts me at three strain. Oh, you're doing that so that you can also act? Uh, so I can also act. Cool, cool. And I do a command action. Uh, you come up in a stormtrooper helmet. Nemo is, like, clutching his gun and crying. And as soon as you round the corner, you are faced with a very angry dog. And I am using my improved field commander talent. So let me see if I can do this at all. I succeed with a threat. Um, But that is three successes. Three allies, they may perform a maneuver that does not count towards their maneuver limits per turn. wonderful. That is Lenik, that is Trist, that is, I guess, Nemo. Nemo? Perfect. Um, Because I don't think Tony needs to... Your threat is that Tony starts, like, he doesn't jump on you or anything, but he's squaring up and, like, raising up his venom spikes Mm. pointed at you. How do you... I've got uh, Tony in ally mode, so I'm like, I, I like, uh, use the external comms of the helmet and go, Nemo, get downstairs. Nemo, get downstairs. Okay, thank you, thank you. And he... Trish should be waiting down there. He scoots off what? down no, the stairs. What? No, I'm not. Well, I mean, I don't know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should, should be. You just <laughs> commanded me to go open that door. Well, yeah, I mean, but he, like... He's trying. <laughs> uh, he goes tiptoeing Trish will be there. <laughs> no, Trish will be there. You go, I'll catch up with him. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the just, little gray Rodian goes tiptoeing down the stairs. What do you guys do? And, so and do like, we get the maneuvers on his turn? Yeah, you get them now. Every, everyone else, get to your positions. Lenik, get to me. Uh, okay, okay. As soon as, I, as soon as I get my hands out of my pockets up here, I pick up my hand. 
Oh, boy. And put it in your pocket. Can I pick up my hand as a free action? Yeah. I pick up you my can. hand. Okay, good. I guess I, I also would sheath my sword. Okay. Can I aim my body at him? Yes, you can. Okay. You can aim. So so you could get up and square your shoulders like a like a footballer. I'll do that. Cool. Trist uses this maneuver to get to the bottom of the staircase. Um. So you are where Bacta started at the top of this turn. Oh, yeah. Yay. The old swapper rich. Sweep a rapo. Um, next up is so you get downstairs, Trist. Then on, around the opposite side of the thing, two stormtroopers are coming downstairs. They they see you on the other side and go to take shots. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna increase their difficulty. Okay. Uh, failure with two threats. Failure with two threats. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll use one of their threats to give me an advantage on my next roll and one to give them a disadvantage on their next roll. Is that how it works? That can work. Yeah. Yes. So um, give me a blue die and give them a black die. Question, yeah, yeah. how far up from the stage are you now, from that stage? Uh, so I don't know how it's how much room there is at the bottom, but we're both at the entrances to staircases. Are you at the bottom, though? Uh, yes. So uh, other things that are happening down there, like Thumper and Angel and your sister are currently all... I see my sister. I haven't seen Yet, now right? that you've gotten down to this level, you can see her. She is with a crowd of some people in staff shirts and some just fans who have their heads in the game. And they have erected a tiny little shield, you know, the with so you can see like the the pinkish red light of one of those shields around the the door that they're all trying to get open. And where is that door? They are across from the stage. I'm equidistant between the other side staircase door. That door is in the back, like on the other side of the stage. Yes. Cool. So it's um we're all like perpendicular kind of. Yep. Got it. So that's all the stuff that's going down here, aside from on stage where like Zara and uh, Wendy, not Angel, the other one, are are, uh, fighting people. They're holding off a bunch of stormtroopers who are trying to get behind that shield. At any point in this, did I see where like Blue was with his like command post? Mm -mm. Um, So he may not even be in here. No, he ran in here. He did run in here. And we came in the entrance. Yes, he did. um, But we didn't come up through the first floor. Uh, And it's totally dark in here now. Well, but I've got my stormtrooper hood on. Yeah, you can you can see, and the shield is generating a little bit of light, which is what they're working through. They have like their hands in the wall, work you know, doing engineering. Checks. First thing I want to do uh, is roll a perception to see if I can see. Uh, since I'm at the bottom and it's like arced up, uh, I want to see if I can see anything at the top of like a command post or anything like that. Okay. What's my difficulty on this? Uh, two. Oh Trist man, Valentine roll if I've that ever is, seen that one. That is definitely a Trist Valentine roll. So, oops, that was one. Uh, so it is a triumph, right? Yeah, it's so called a triumph with two successes. A triumph and with two, two successes and two advantages. Trist always succeeds. Yeah, this is true. So you have a really good understanding of how this operation is going down. Now that you look up there, there is no command post at all. But it looks like the top levels have been cleared at this point. You know, stormtroopers are only on the the two levels above where Lenix bleeding out and below. You know that they've been circulating, so there are probably a bunch of unconscious people up there, but otherwise there doesn't seem to be anything. Up on the top levels? Uh, yeah. Do I have a uh, bigger concentration of stormtroopers at any point up there, or with those advantages? Or really, with the triumph, is there any way that I can get a better idea of where I believe Blue to be? Yeah, so I want to note that you do see some concentration, Yeah. that as they've been meeting up, there are two with shields, like two on each side with shields, and they're grouping into groups of four, because they are a little scared of this whole thing with you guys taking 
taking them out, and they've realized that that is a more tactical thing to phalanx, phalanx yeah. it out. But Blue, looking around and looking around and going, he is definitely not here. You remember that bottom level that was only accessible by, by elevator. He's probably down there. He's either there or back behind the stage. We don't know. Either there or back behind the stage. Okay. Because the rest of this place, like, unless there are offices upstairs or something, there's nowhere else for him to be. The bottom level that's only X. Okay. Well, I feel like I need to flip a uh, light side point yeah. for this action. So I will. Trist, as he's looking around, um, surveying the top levels, trying to get a better read on where Blue is, sees, like, at the very top of this, like, concert hall is a massive chandelier. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Bo- <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a totally massive chandelier, and Trist knows that, like, uh, this, it's got, he also sees, not only is it, like, a massive chandelier, but there's, like, way more uh, support structures in place yeah. to, like, to hang that chandelier, so he knows that it must be, like, immensely heavy. Um, or a load-bearing chandelier. Or a load-bearing <laughs> chandelier. No, he thinks it must, must be mostly uh, very heavy. He thinks that with the distance that it can fall, there's enough force that if that chandelier falls, it will crash through the floor and give people access to that bottom basement. Perfect. Oh I'm my gonna... god, that's so cool. Yeah, I'm gonna bring... I'll guess and this one to say that the thing it's gonna smash down onto is the trap door built into the stage that stormtroopers are covering, so we haven't been able to open on our own thus far. So Trist sees that. Are there right now, are there currently like a rebel, anyone rebels in that spot, or is it just stormtroopers in that spot? It's just stormtroopers in that spot. You spent a light side point. Perfect. Because there are like hundreds of people in this building, right? There are around 300. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Trist um, like sees the stormtroopers. They see him. Trist um, pulls out his, uh, pulls out Elaine, which is his like uh, scout blaster, which has the scope on it. Yes. And a- aims it up at the like support beam on top of the, uh, like that's holding the main load for the chandelier. The yeah. cable. Yeah, the cable. It's got to be a cable. And says, uh, and the stormtrooper uh, comes uh, like pretty much directly to, to blue. You crash our party? will crash yours and then he takes a shot at that storm tr- at that support cable yes i'm gonna treat this like you're shooting a gun out of someone's hand because i think that's a comparable size it is at long range to you you're using what sort of weapon light blaster so that's a three difficulty to start and then this adds a four on it i believe okay i wow. think that's what's up i do think trist should have some advantages in this so absolutely especially aim. If- may i aim <laughs> yes okay of course. so if i aim i have you can also spend a uh a Stress thing to, to, aim, to aim again. Okay, I'll spin a strain to aim again. So I think I have a blue for this roll from... From Stormtroopers. From Stormtroopers. I have a blue because of my gun. I have a blue because of aiming. And I'm going to spend one more strain to get another blue. Yes. To, get, to aim twice. Yeah. Uh, so I'll grab another blue. Spend a strain. I can't think of any other way. Because, like, you did spend the light side point, but you spent the light side point for the chandelier to exist. Yes. So. Yeah, I still so you have, guys don't I have, still have to roll point. it. Uh, we, we flipped it, yeah. Cool. It, so it sh- I shoot it, it starts to unravel. Everyone, like, looks up as the lights are going crazy. Yeah. And those stormtroopers, like, like clear away from the thing. <laughs> I think that as... <laughs> it should be, like, all but one clear away from the thing, from the trap door. Like, one, one's like, we have to guard the thing! And it then it's too late. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. He, he looks up as the chandelier just, like, rockets to the ground, <laughs> smashing him. As soon as it hits the ground, like, the earth shakes as, like, that part that of the floor collapses. splinters yeah. up. There's now dust everywhere from the probably wood maybe wood oh it's definitely wood space wood space, space wood. wood of the stage there is a giant hole in the middle of the ground everyone did a 
like they're on a roller coaster ride when it fell. The mechanics behind this were uh, Triss failed the roll, but he had four advantages. And one of the uses of uh, three advantages is to knock a weapon out of someone's hand. And he was shooting effectively to knock a gun out of someone's hand. So instead, we just had it not kill the stormtroopers. Kill one stormtrooper because you got to kill you one. You got to kill a stormtrooper. Even when you don't kill a stormtrooper, a stormtrooper dies. <laughs> so it's a shame if we don't use that. <laughs> Cool. Uh, great use of a turn. Um, has, yeah, this is a really good turn. Well, next up, it's all the squads of people. So uh, Zara, like, people start to, uh, like, go towards the the hole. And she makes a leadership check and gives a speech about not letting leaving people behind. So then everyone who can see s- starts heading back up the stairs to grab passed out individuals. Next up... Trist, looking around, you can see your sister is talking to someone in a staff shirt and also that kid that was writing a letter to your mom earlier. Mm-hmm. She does not seem to be heading towards the, the tunnel going down into the stage. But most people are. But most people are either heading to the stage or grabbing as many unconscious bodies as they can to drag to the stage. Okay. Either setting up a stable support network to get down or getting people to bring down. Sure. Next up, top of the initiative... PC slot. All right, I want to charge him. So that's brawl. Yes, that's yes. a brawl. And that's you're, the thing that you're good at. Yeah, which is good because if you has a triumph on it or three advantages, you can activate knockback on brawl, and that does send people prone. Oh, all right. So what what does it take uh, to hit this I monster got, again? I got an advantage because I aimed, right? Yes, yeah. you have an advantage because you aimed. This guy. And you can aim again. This guy is an adversary, so you're. It's a melee check normally, so two, but then it's four because he has plus two at an adversary. Remember that you take a black die because you are, your arm is bleeding profusely. Let's see how this goes. This oh, is a man. big mess of dice. This is a big mess of dice. This is like Shadowrun. Okay, I'm oh. feeling good wow, about it. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, and he's going to fall. That's the worst thing that can happen to you in Star Wars. Um, <laughs> I'm holding my hand in my stump and Heismaning him. <laughs> With the shot glove. Yeah, so how much damage is coming at him? So five plus six yeah. is 11. Um, 11 damage coming at him? Yes. Dang. None St- of it bypasses Soak, though, right? No. No, it, but uh, then there's the Stun- crappy falling rules, which is, I think this is the first and only time I'm ever going to be excited about falling rules. Because the thing with this character is like, oh, like falling would be so great because it does so much damage, but he's got rocket boots, so there's mm. no way we can make him. But pushing him down the stairs... Pushing him down the stairs is good. If he activates his rocket boots, he's just going to slam him on the floor harder. Yep. You slam him forward in the steps. He does, like, windmill arms and then starts... <laughs> uh, he's So he, th- he thinks he's going to be able to keep his balance because he has his rocket boots, yep. and he's like... Whoop, 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 whoop. His feet are going back and forth. But then one of, one of his legs kicks up, and the rocket, like, basically lifts him up the wrong way, so he falls down. He goes falling down those stairs. So falling a short range would be 10 damage and 10 strain. Bacta, you see <laughs> spiraling. Tony is, like, growling at yeah, me. Yeah, well, head over feet. Boom, 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 bam! Um, smacking into the wall on the side of the stairs uh, where where he'd have to come down. The gank, uh, with his, like, sword out to the side, it sticks into the wall. Uh, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He, like, shakes off the, the hit, um, looks kind of woozy stands back up. Oh, please tell me my HUD recorded that. 
uh, you're playing it back over and over again. Grabs his sword out of the wall and starts like Shing. like crouches down and takes stock of his surroundings. While he does seem a little out of it, this guy is clearly pretty professional. Still dangerous. Looks at uh, you and the Vornskir and then like does another sweep as though he's looking for something. Then uh, settles back on you. Back to you. And with the arm that isn't his sword arm, pulls back his fist and charges. We'll see what happens. I do not like this scenario. Do you have any negatives that you're giving me? Apart from the difficulty that he should have for melee attacks, no. Just two? Oh, buddy, okay. His fist also starts to crackle with lightning. Oh, boy. I want that hand. I want that hand. <gasps> you gotta take his hand. Fair's fair. Yeah, fair, it's fair. Oh, dang. Ah, dang. Okay. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six successes. Oof. Oh, seven successes and a threat. Seven successes and a threat. Can his threat be that all of the successes don't count? Yeah. <laughs> don't say no. Please don't say no. Threat is I'm going to get a blue die to whatever my next action is. So um, he charges forward, and had he a flesh hand, this would be a stupid move, but he doesn't. Had he a flesh hand. <laughs> had he a flesh hand. <laughs> so he just punches straight into your helmet, like right between the eyes. How much damage is he doing? 13. Uh, so he punches straight between your eyes. It knocks you back a little bit, but you keep your peace of mind enough to grab onto the railing and not head over feet, go falling back over it. It hit like a hammer that was unexpectedly hard. You've probably never been punched that hard before. There are like little dancing stars in front of your eyes. As you are concussed for the round, which means that you are staggered, then it is your guy's slot. So, not knowing that any of this stuff is happening, yeah. there's a hole open in the floor, there's people pouring through, there's some people moving through it, but Christmas is not. What is she? You said that she's still like trying to collect people? She she's is, not moving through the hole. She's not moving through the hole. She is in front of an open panel in the wall talking to that girl uh, that you saw earlier and the guy that you guys have repeatedly poisoned. What, what are stormtroopers doing right now? So they are fighting the people around the hole trying to keep them out. Doing a good job of knocking some of them out but the people who get knocked out, the ladder of people are pulling them down the hole and then trying to fight back up against the stormtroopers. There are like four of them piled on Windy. Four stormtroopers? Yeah and, and Zara's like shooting one at a time with her guitar. They're doing what they can. Does it look like the hole is cleared out? Basically, my, my main goal right now is to get people through the exit. Yeah. Well, I don't know actually if it is. Um, I, The hole's pretty big, correct? Yeah. Okay. That was a big chandelier. Yeah, so Trist is going to... I'll suffer a strand to use an, an extra maneuver. Good. And I will run to the hole and I want to like basically find... Because it's it probably didn't fall clean. There's probably like slabs of things that are like connected down. I want to try to find a way to like slide down through the hole yeah. and as I'm doing that I want to take shots at stormtroopers that are around the hole so it'll be like I'll use two moves and an attack basically to try to get to the bottom of the hole but it'll be move attack move perfect you can do that yeah yeah. so and you're attacking a group of minions so as it, you just attack them and see how many you wind up killing so a success and nope, two advantages. So how much damage do you do total? Can't use those advantages for anything except to give myself advantages. So I'll give um, myself an advantage and give uh, the next stormtrooper a disadvantage for when they shoot. Yep. And it is 
six damage. You only take out one. What does that look like? So yeah, I'm basically just doing a a, a dash into the hole, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as I'm running, two stormtrooper pairings so, like open fire at me, and I kind of like uh, duck down and like shoulder slide uh, into the hole and grab um, my blaster, and I like take pop shots at the stormtroopers. Two shots go wild, and one shot hits one of the stormtroopers in the head. His you just see like a fry thing, like smoke oh, cool. rising from the back of his head, and he falls down. Yeah, uh, I- as his other like partner like turns his head to look at him Perfect. and then i slide down into the hole very good very good i love it next up is a whole bunch of people catwalks came down when the chandelier hit the stage there's a whole lot of debris wow that was a load-bearing chandelier <laughs> um, a whole lot of debris some people are like turning one of those into a makeshift ladder and another one into a like a chute so that they can put unconscious bodies down it so they're setting that up trist someone is making an opposed role against they're doing stealth so what is your perception yeah uh two yellows and a green gotta get up pretty early to sneak up on trist to Valentine. Ha ha! Triumph. <laughs> As you slide down into the hole, it's darker now, and I still have a stormtrooper. You on. do, and it was dark up there, so there's no change in light. <laughs> As you slide in, it's <laughs> it's the, the exact same. same. There may be okay, to, not to give you more, but there may be like more dust collected down here because of this is where the impact happened. Yeah, and there's also stage parts. It's oh. there's a lot of stuff down here now, and before there were just like um, crates of supplies and like lifts for drums. Yeah. but now there's just a whole mess of crap. Something about this. Counter tells me that we should mess up Blue's face. Like punch give him, it, g- like, well, no, or like, like give him a wedgie. Give him like a give him like a scar. But we should give him a, like barring scar. We should give him a wedgie. We should give him a wedgie. Scar. What you do with bad guys in Star Wars is you give them scars. Yeah. <laughs> if you get to three scars, you die. But you have to win three encounters first. Good. Cool. That was Blue's turn. Next up. Oh, I didn't see anything. You didn't see anything. You made it really tough, but he got a triumph. If it weren't for that triumph, you would have seen something. So good job being good at that. Nice. Next up is you guys. Okay. So he hits me. I managed to grab the grip and I'm like sort of dangling over the edge of it. He's about to bring like a hammer down onto me, uh, like, like a hammer fist down onto me to send me flying over the edge and I actually fall back uh, over the edge holding onto the railing uh-huh. and he smashes uh, that part back to like quickly jumps up and like just barely gets his body back onto the upper level when this guy like uh, slams down a kick back rolls out of the way of the kick and starts scrambling to the stairs uh he sees tony like at eye level and he's like full back full back um and then he goes down the stairs after nemo so you yeah so you meet up with nemo who's like looking around terrified uh you see some stormtroopers on the other side and you hear a if anyone does see that rodian just kill him the the two guys who are guarding that that door and go to shoot at nemo Ah, no. They just have one advantage. Good for them. You come down the stairs mm-hmm. at, in time to see Nemo scream a little nemo we scream and get shot out, do a little dance, and all of the uh, He's the like shots. C-3PO. Nemo's our C-3PO <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's R2-D2. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Bypass him. Um, oh, my. <laughs> what do I do? You shoot them. It's stormtroopers. <laughs> and uh, he will take a shot. That was an R2-D2 noise. Yeah. <laughs> He's all droids. Nemo is every droid right now. 
Oh, no. He no, he didn't kill. No. <laughs> okay. He takes a shot. He didn't expect kickback, and the gun comes flailing out of his hand. There's what? so, <laughs> so <laughs> little kickback on a blaster, <laughs> by the way. It would be insane if there were kickback on that gun. Well, it falls onto the ground at his feet, and he goes scrambling for it. Buddy. <laughs> um, it's shooting light. <laughs> next up is Tony. What we have in Tony do. All of you get to, to weigh in. Okay, guys. Tony has two attacks. He's got a bite attack and the tail attack. The bite attack is more likely to hit things. The tail attack has the poison. Uh, but these stormtroopers are wearing armor, so... Is he going to come downstairs and attack the stormtroopers? Who's he, he attacking? I mean, like, he's right next to this guy. He should go after the guy. Yeah. Ankle I, bite. My, my vote is that we do a, a poison. We try to poison this. Straight. Um, yeah. Go for it. Let's see if the gods are good to us. Or uh, what's that fake thing that you guys always reference? The, the force? force? Yeah, all right. We'll 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 see if the force is going to help us. Nope. No, but uh, he did get two uh, advantages. This guy, uh, like, pulls his fist out of the mangled metal barricade, turns back to look at you guys, and is working out his sword wrist, thinking that he's alone, not remembering that there is a giant... Space wolf. 400-pound <laughs> space, space wolf. wolf. Hidden Smarter in the mist. Than right humans. behind him. <laughs> <laughs> above human intelligence. Hidden in the mist. <laughs> he freezes. And then... And then the creature's tail, like, comes down darting out of the mist i guess towards this arm that he's like working out yeah the guy pulls back so tony will enter a guarded stance preparing himself for any melee encounters and he is going to like growlingly back down the stairs okay Just a side note, have you guys watched any videos of uh, puppies trying to climb up or down or downstairs? Yes. Oh, where oh, they, get, they get caught. Oh, they just can't do it. They, they just, just don't just understand. Do They're so scared. <laughs> the fact that Tony is backwards, slowly, <laughs> defensively walking downstairs shows that he has above human <laughs> above intelligence. Above human intelligence. <laughs> Good. We're not wrong about that. No, certainly <laughs> time not. and time again, it shows that mm-hmm. he has above human intelligence. A bunch of other stormtroopers are shooting at people. That's the groups of four are coming down the stairs. Uh, they'll get here pretty soon. But aside from that shot at Nemo, they're not doing anything that directly messes with you this turn. Um, so we are back up to the top of the initiative player slot. Uh, then I guess I'll kill these stormtroopers. I guess. I guess I'll settle for killing these stormtroopers. I will spend a maneuver to aim, and I'm going to save a second maneuver for moving out of here once these guys are dead. Are these guys close? Alfie and Grable. Alfie likes ice skating. Grable likes hollow dramas. Well, they're both dead now. That is a success with three advantages. What happens, like, Nemo drops his gun, fumbles to pick it up, I'm like, buddy. (laughs) All right, now we got to get down that hole. Oh, my! (laughs) Nemo, I need you to focus. We've got some sort of dangerous cyborg with a meteor punch who could kill us all, so we got to get down the hole. I'm going to fall back to the hole and cover you getting down there. Okay. So Bacta is going to spend strain and maneuver over to the hole. Yep. I want to point out that he would not move there and then expect Nemo to follow. He is, like, moving with Nemo. Oh, that's fine. Because I'm not, I'm not leaving Nemo. I'm not leaving the NPC we're trying to protect behind. Behind so that he well, can be the, killed by a guy. Oh, 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 this is my target. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> then the for, as for the advantages, I am going to spend two advantages. Uh, Zero's going next. Yeah. Two advantages to give him a black die on his next thing by providing uh, suppressing fire. Good. And I do that by shouting, SUPPRESSING FIRE! That's how you do it. Um, And then one advantage to lend the next friendly PC acting a blue die on their next thing. So I'm just going to put that here so we don't forget it. (laughs) Just put it on the table full of dice. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to put it uh, next to the other dice. They're all for the game that we're playing. Uh, I'm so mad that James gave me a red die on this turn, but he put it right there on the table so we wouldn't forget. Uh, So Zero looks over like the side of the... Suppressing fire! Yes. <laughs> and then starts dodging out of the way. He uh, hops onto the railing to get out of the way of one of your your blasts. Then just like jumps into the air to and activates his little booties and turns his body a bit, pulls his sword, and then just shoots himself towards Whoa. Nemo. We will see how this goes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, damn it. You guys need to look. Oh, no. Oh, boy. So, no advantages. Five threats to work with, but it's still... Nemo goes down. Well, he doesn't go down. He no, gets damaged out. Yeah, so. don't don't worry. We're okay. He's very badly hurt. He, he loses a hand. hand. He could. He very well guys, could. he is, is an crit, author. Right? So, that is his bread and butter. <laughs> That's bread his bread and butter. And butter. <laughs> Nemo, Nemo, bread and butter. Bread and butter. So he gets four successes, a triumph, and a whole host of five threats coming at him. I would like to use some of those threats, and bear with me for a moment. Uh Uh-huh. Can can we use all five threats to make his pants fall down? Oh, yeah. I feel like it's a bad use of the threats. Uh, Okay, three to make him fall down, and one to make him trip over him. (laughs) And he's got heart boxers. Oh, guys, that goes without saying. He's also... I'll flip the light side point. I'm using the triumph to crit because he has plus 30 to this crit. Yeah. So please uh, yeah, use your beautiful, perfect, amazing, not at all obnoxious app. I don't see how anyone can Oh, I've got a crit table obnoxious. too. Huh. <laughs> the, there's one problem with it. It's that it's not loud enough. <laughs> I agree. 17. 17. And he had dropped his sword, right? So he had to No, he didn't. No, he, he didn't. didn't. Oh, he couldn't. you're right. You're right. Okay. 17. So, so that can't kill him. Seven. That puts us past listeners uh the specialized crit chart that you have created for us. Get get in more uh more submissions. Yeah, we only have one submission actually for that right now. Really? Yeah, all of them are all the others are plot twist deck. So Oh. Guys, it's any effect associated with combat, and you don't need to make it tied specifically to the Edge of Empire system. We can decide what that should mean when we read it. But instead, what happens is uh, he gets a head ringer. So I think uh, he, dear God, he's dealing so much damage. So he doesn't take off a limb or anything like that, but he does stab Nemo's shoulder. Uh, Nemo, you know, <laughs> screams and uh, shakes his head around and knocks his head uh, against like the guy's arm you know, gets bicep <laughs> yeah he just runs into the bicep of this guy and uh then s- just like kind of lulls back and has swirlies in his eyes for the rest of the encounter he's just kind of out of it so the stars in his eyes become spiral galaxies yes Right. Cute. I the threat that I would like. Yeah. Uh, you got five buddies to work with. So I don't, tell me how many this would require. Okay. I want um, Blue, yeah. who has seen me and so far pretty much only me uh, jump down. Yeah. I want him to get on private comms with this. What's his name? Zero. Zero. With Zero. And say, I've got Valentine. He's in the basement. I'm looking at him right now. And like, s- 
describe where he sees me from. Yeah. Except he forgets in the heat of the moment, because he's not really battle-ready, that he is not on the private comms to Zero. He's mm. on all of their comms. Oh, that's perfect. So he basically gives away his location to that's me. That's good. Yeah. Ooh. No, I love that. But he gives it away to everyone, so Zero also knows where I am. Yeah. And that he's, like, pleading for Zero to help him, to come down and, like, get me, basically. Yeah. Oni, forget the whole... Forget the Rodian. We have the stormtroopers on it. I'm, I have Valentine in sight right now, and uh, I need him to not see me. I'm over by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like he's pleading. He's pleading. He's like, "Come help me." Uh, I can't have him find me. Like I'm, I'm inside. A, I'm inside a pickle barrel. I haven't set up the shields yet, so I'm just behind these drums. And these drums are old, damaged drums. They've got holes in them. <laughs> They provide less than no cover. <laughs> I feel like if one of these drums got shot, the shrapnel would hit me and hurt me. So come help, please. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's good. Uh, Zero, or Oni, as we now know, tenses and then just sighs. His shoulders slump completely, and he pulls his sword out of Nemo's shoulder. I honestly can't tell how my day's going now. Next up in the initiative is you guys. You mind? Johnny? Do you want to go? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to escape, so I don't care. Okay. Uh, well, I'll go so I can get ahead of, uh, sure. of yeah, Blue. Blue. Yeah. So Trist, as he hears that in his comm channel <laughs> and knows that Blue doesn't know that he did that, yeah. sm- uh, kind of like smiles and then basically runs up to where he knows Blue to be hiding, jumps on top of the crate and uh, aims his gun down at him. I'll take another strain just to uh, grab a maneuver. That's super good. Oh, this so that was only three Coercion of the is threats. like, Im- is intimidate. Was that, oh, oh that was only there? three? We got two. Two? You got two left. Blue die on. I could take a blue on this. Yeah, do it, do it. Because because and then, like it's all th- thematically related to that statement anyway. So so you hop up on the drums and it goes boom. Oh, yeah. and you're the next acting ally, so you've also got another blue die from that. And he's like, I'm assuming he's cowering. As soon as you train a thing on him, he puts his arms up. Show off. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so when Trist Trist is going to like jump up off the thing, does the stormtrooper helmet? No, it doesn't really have any like screens or anything. So he'll rip off the stormtrooper helmet, uh, <laughs> shake down his hair, and uh, pull out both of his blasters and aim him on and aim him on him. Okay. Um, well, it's dark down here, so yeah, yeah it doesn't matter to Trist. Matter right <laughs> at all. Blue has uh, glasses, and they have like little computery readout things, so he is illuminated. Did we describe this character? No. Not okay. Yet. Um. So Blue is probably in his early 20s, but he looks to be in his late teens. Um, he's like around your height, Trist, a little scrawnier than you, is, has a very leggy build and has bright red hair and a spattering of freckles across his nose, big blue eyes and those glasses. He's got a lot of baby face. What is he wearing, by the way? He is wearing a very prim, it's a ministry uniform. Mm-hmm. So it's, if you guys watch Rebels, it looks a little bit like Minister Tua's, so it's blue and white, but his is, his is cut customized to his body he has like his rank which is more or less an admiral equivalent on the vest that he wears over a pinstripey type shirt anything else like special items that he has on him that looks like uh or is it just that i could kind of gauge yeah he has rocket bits rocket bits rocket bits Oh, oh, do you really want the... I would love it if he had a rocket, a rocket pack. I would love it if he had something like that. I don't imagine why he would have that, though, so... But it's... maybe he does for, like, escape purposes. It's not a 
dumb thing to have. He could have chosen to take that on to come in, into this battle, like knowing that. I don't know. Yeah. So he has on clip on booty rocket pack things. So they're like, you know, those Fisher Price rollerblades that we yes. all have. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so he has those. And the only weapon you see on him is like Padme's type of really pretty diplomatic pistol. Uh, so yeah, Trist hops up on the thing, uh, rips off the stormtrooper helmet, levels his blasters at the cowering blue who shoots his hands up. Uh, and Trist just says, my oh my, what a fine looking vest. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes! End of episode. And now, how about a Dear Minoc letter? All right. Dear Trist and company, recently I received my first Recently, I've received my first banther. Well, putting it through the initial paces, through a twisting gully, some smart-ass Jawa started badmouthing my beast. One thing led to another, and before I knew it, we were surrounded by a group of our comrades, and we set up, and we've set up a drag race. My banther versus that Jawa's sand crawler in the two-mile stretch before Smuggler's Canyon. I'll need your advice on two fronts. Great. First, what's the best way to customize my bantha to really catch the eye of the ladies? A colored dreadlocks the way to go? Chrome plating on the horns? I want every last from Mos Eisley to Jabba's Palace to swoon and want to be seen riding with me across the twin sun-soaked sand dunes. Second, how can I maximize my bantha for the upcoming race against the tenement on treads? Do you do you all recommend a diet and exercise regimen that it, that ensures maximum speed? What do you recommend for the day of the race? Signed, tricked out Tuscan. So the race hasn't happened yet. Race hasn't happened yet. We're He's prepping coming to for Trist. the race. Okay. Yes. Critically beforehand by writing, handwriting this letter mm-hmm. and sending us this letter. What? Well- I mean, to me, this is an absolute no-brainer, okay? Now, first of all, when we're talking about customizing your Bantha, do we go for performance, do we go for style, or do we go for speed? Well, the answer is neither of them. We go for sheer terror. You're going to want to make that thing look like a spooky monster, and that is going to drive fear into the heart of your enemies. Now, how do we make things look like a spooky monster is what I'm seeing everyone kind of uh, uh, saying to me with their eyes. Sure. Yeah. That's easy. Devil horns. There Tattoo you. paint. Devil horns. <laughs> Devil horns. horns. Devil horns. Tattoo paint. Eye makeup. Leather. Chains. Some velvet. <laughs> spikes. Fire. Clown hooves. Okay, the last Clown one. Hooves? The last it would one. Slow it down. I panicked. I couldn't remember what the last one was. Cigarette burns. That's it. Cigarette, Cigarette burns. burns. Oof. Okay. So you dress your bantha in these things, and it will look like the spooky beast of nightmares. Now, why would that be attractive to women? Because women want what they can't have. <laughs> and women spooky can't monsters. Spooky monsters. I feel like spooky women monsters want... are always kidnapping women in no, our universe. No, 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 no. Women want what they shouldn't have, okay? So they see a spooky-ass monster, <laughs> and there is no way they're going to be keeping their mitts off of that monster. Also, it strikes fear into the heart of that sand-crawling sand... Stupid. That was bad. Sand-crawling sand stupid. That you're going to be racing against. Second part of your question. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Sand-crawlers are stupid. They're... 
terrible, slow, meandering things. Any Bantha will be able to beat it hands down in a race. You really don't have to worry about that part. The only thing that you should be concerned of in this race is making sure that Bantha is terrifyingly spooky and making sure you have a lot of protection in terms of se- sexual protection because you're, you're going to be beating them up, beating them up with, with a s- stick and they come, come at you. Okay, the question I'll have for you, Trist, is did you own a Bantha growing up? Never even touched one. <laughs> great. Good. Okay, great. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Campaign. The crew of the Minoc will be back again next Wednesday. Before I leave you, I want to talk about one of our affiliates. I Disagree But is hosted by Whitaker Trebella and Bryce Pulls, where they tackle some of life's most frivolous arguments and fiercely try to teach each other why they're right. The Campaign Podcast is a one-shot podcast network production and a combined presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game belongs to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, peace is a lie. There is only passion. (laughs) 